Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Petty Little Things with your hosts, Victoria's Secret and Davina Devine. Hi, everyone. everyone. Welcome to Petty Little Things. things. This is Davina Devine. And this is Victoria's Secret. Hello, gorgeous Davina. How are you? I'm feeling extra gorgeous today in quarantine. We're in going into like eight, what week eight or something now at this stage? Well, I, I've spent the last week as a cat, dressed as a cat, and I feel like I've used all of my nine lives in lockdown already. <laughs> Lady Meowington. Oh Someone God. just pointed out to me, this would have been like old school summer holidays. Like we've literally done an old school summer holiday already. We've been in lockdown isn't that crazy and like did you used to sweat at the thought of going back to school like i used to get really anxious and be like oh my god summer's over oh, i can't deal with this well i did like when i was in primary school but obviously then when i was just constantly on the hop in secondary school I was like well, <laughs> no sweat to me it was not like i was going to be there anyway <laughs> oh my god to be in the hop house gas absolutely <clears throat> come here we've got good news do we? Yeah. Finally. Finally. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> no one's going to give a shit. <laughs> no one's going to give a shit, but I think it's really amazing. Uh, you guys, uh, we found out just um, around the time that our 10th episode came out that we'd actually had just over 100,000 listens of our podcast already, which is Ooh. insane. <laughs> I know. It's mental because when we first started doing this again, you know, before we found our feet, we were totally just putting this out and we didn't know who was listening, if anyone was listening mm-hmm. or, you know, if it was any point in us kind of doing this. Like, and it's been, I just can't believe that's actually so amazing. Isn't that, it? Like, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know how many people I thought, I knew my mum was going to listen. Like, she had no choice. Maybe she listened to 100,000 times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to the episode that she was on. <laughs> but yeah, for yeah, real, sure she, like, everyone sure. who has shared it and tagged people and told about it, uh, thank you so much because um, it's just it us talking to shit, us. to be honest. <laughs> I know, it's just us talking like a girly gossip, but it is, it's one of those things, and it's very like uncharted territory for us. Like, we had no idea what we were doing when we first got involved in doing this. 
or where it was going to go or yeah it's and through all this madness like lately i feel like this has been kind of keeping us sane or you know it's given us a little bit of focus and kind of yeah and connection with people which has been really um tell me a lot getting through this i have to say yeah totally especially because i've given up things like grinder and stuff like that you know as part of lent so oh my I, god actually go do on. you think um grinder has really suffered through this well like, I, I haven't been on it financially but i mean I, pro- I probably i haven't been on it but what i'm getting is push notifications all the time saying oh you can now view 200 more people for free or you can Ooh. see who last <laughs> viewed you for free and it's all about that temptation of trying to bring you back on but i purely i'm like no listen we're on lockdown i don't need to be honest like what's the point i did uh, i have heard to the grapevine i know friends of friends who have had people who have had like sex me then they have been <laughs> slut shamed and like die <gasps> heaven a so rendezvous heard, yeah i have heard of that going on so i know you're out there bitches i know somebody out there is doing it like we're all missing the dick <laughs> we should be all missing the dick <laughs> you fucking cheaters <laughs> oh my god well come here not just that we've thought what better time to launch this than right now when we're celebrating hundred thousand listens to uh people who have nothing else yes. to do in their life but listen to us two hags on the uh fake airwaves and we are launching our website so the podcast yeah, we're gonna has make it official we're making it official. We're basically getting yeah. wed to each other. Um, Davina did. <laughs> no half, one else is going to have us. <laughs> Davina did half a wedding course before dropping out because she's a beauty school dropout. So she was yeah. able to officially marry us. Marry us. I was. <laughs> marry yeah. us to a marriage website. <laughs> we are now marriage dust. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I want you all to go on and have a look at it because it's actually yes. quite pretty. Well, I look stunning on it. Davina, you know you're questionable. Um, and the web well, address then, is everyone's a mirror. <laughs> yeah, the web address is pettylittlethings.net yes and that's live from now Now. and we're going to obviously like our thursday night shows that we've been doing that have really just again taken us by storm and have been really popular and you've been so supportive they're all going to be kind of fed through there our new home yeah our new home Uh, plus we've got really exciting exciting little bits like um really stupid merch which we're not going to release just yet um but watch out like start of the summer Round June-ish, maybe we'll have a little item that you can look at. That mm-hmm. is a must-have for every household. Absolute must-have. Victoria's going to sell all our old corn pads. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if I could figure a way to sell that, I would. I know. Poor now, Granny's we... still, still doing the refunds for the ticket sales. I know. <laughs> for the birthday. <laughs> Come here. Do you think we can have my Granny on the podcast? Uh, if she could figure out, yeah. She has her own mic and all, doesn't she? <laughs> <laughs> Back in her days when she worked with Janet Jackson, yeah, she kept that mic. Yeah. So uh, I was thinking about this the other night. I think it'd be kind of gas, you know, mm. 90 years in the life of a true queen, you know, not just us. Yeah, well, you know, I love old people. That's yeah. why I hang around with Dolly and stuff. I have a, a penchant for the elderly, so oh, I'm totally sure. in for it. Okay, yeah, cool. Well, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna lay the groundwork and see can we get Granny on it. But we also had some bad news as well. Did we? Yeah. <laughs> we did. <laughs> yeah. What was that? <laughs> you dozy bitch! Like, do you not remember already? We only announced it this morning. Oh yeah, shit! Oh my god! You know what? Like, I, my head is literally spinning. This I, just before we start, before we went on air. <laughs> I love saying that. Oh dear. Before we went on air today, we were just talking, and I just am so kind of going through a phase. I'm ebbing and flowing with like the overwhelmment of all this. Yeah. So it's there's just a lot of information every day. 
there's a lot to take in. So yeah, we did have some bad news, and it is actually officially announced today mm-hmm. that our Vicar Street Pride party will not be going ahead. Unfortunately, we did have to cancel it due to the COVID nineteen. Yeah, Miss Miss Rona yeah. has ruined everybody's pride. And everybody's it's body. homophobic. <clears throat> there, yeah. I said it. It's homophobic. Yeah. I'm glad you said it because yeah. it was, you know, I just didn't want to be the one to actually come out with the words. But now yeah. that it's out, it's out. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I feel personally victimized. Uh, we are yeah. working on something special and mm-hmm. um, just a little pride, something, something, though, that we can still market and check our social media on Friday evening when you can find out all about that. It's pretty cool, but yeah. like we are a bit good at about Vicar Street, but we'll be back oh, bigger than ever. Hopefully not just our waistlines, because Davina, do you know what oh, I found yeah. this week in the supermarket? Oh, no. M&M's what? have released chocolate bars with like all the goodness oh. of M&M's inside them. Were they not out before? I've never seen them before. They've done the cookies and they've done like yeah. little like, oh i think a cookie i've had i think i've had the cookies oh bitch these bars I think. these bars now they're three euros and 29 which to be honest for a bar is very, very accurate bitch, very pricey because i was shocked i was walking through and i was looking for my old favorites which are the sour snakes from the um, oh, I love natural them. confectionery yes yeah and there she was just walking down the street in a yellow paper, uh, <laughs> M&M's peanut bar. Well, how long do you think she lasted when she got home? Because it was a sizable oh, bar. Say, I'd say you sucked it through the wrapper. <laughs> I'd, say, I'd say you melted it in the car on the way home and sucked the fucking wrapper dry. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, she died very quickly. Very quickly. Yeah, absolutely. Delicious. Poor Eminem. Yeah, no, I like that's what I was just saying. Like, um, we were talking about, you know, like, I'm trying to get as many steps in as I can just to kind of keep active and keep moving just because it's boring just kind of sitting around. Yeah. And I looked like, you know, because like, I'm used to kind of moving about and, and I don't drive, so I, I've see me walking places and when this first start happened like i remember a couple of days like i only had like a couple of hundred steps like a day i was like <laughs> literally walking to the bathroom or whatever or to the biscuit press to eat about <laughs> 60 biscuits like so now I've, i'm back on like trying to get about fifteen thousand in a day well i don't um, i can't imagine your dog walks very fast either if you take no, that dog for a walk not. like I have to do two walks. I have to go for my own walk, and then I have to come back and actually walk the dog. And she's yeah. just like resentment. So we have, we're having a we're on tender hooks. Oh, know, I can imagine. Really well, nice. if you keep sticking her in little little like hats like that lion's hat, I would murder you myself. <laughs> I bought you one on eBay. <laughs> you can Great, try it on. we can twin. That's what I'm going to be for starting the rise voices. tonight. I'm going to be uh, Winnie. Oh yes, for those of you uh, listening, I like what in the other dimension time frame we're mm. doing stars in their eyes as part of our petty little things live tonight, which is I'm very excited. The music alone yeah. has me excited. Yeah, uh, totally. and we have a full house, a full guest of impersonators, impersonators um, that are going to be coming on. Yeah, oh my god, was that from Priscilla? <laughs> Yeah, a female impersonators. Oh, female impersonators. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm quite excited about um, who we have on. And it's it's a stellar little lineup. We have on Ireland's very own Dizzy Dinefort. Oh. We will tell you who they're going to be. Um, who else have we got? We have Armani uh, Divine yeah. from the Grand, Grand Canaria. We yeah. have uh, Tina D. Parton Ooh. from the Midlands. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so there's a, a bevy of beauties. <laughs> you guys, that's on. my favourite. Davina's short-term memory is fucking horrific. It really so is. It really I purposely is. sat back and I was like, I'm going to let her and see if she can announce all of those people. But you know what the thing as well is? I actually don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, I don't know. I know. My memory is fucked. <laughs> people, like... people really responded to when you had no idea what the fuck, who was next on our contest a few weeks ago. I, it's so bad. Like, um, you know, I, you know yourself. Mm. Um, 
sorry yeah as you know yourself you know like when we've been doing this, some of these lives before we've had to um we've been, i've been working a lot with charities and stuff over the yeah. last while and mm-hmm. to remember um scripting like for like kind of promo videos and stuff like it's absolutely horrific like yeah. trying to remember websites and hashtags and yeah it's just, I'm just i just wasn't made for for remembering yeah, yeah. you weren't made for a lot really were you though so uh no i was made <laughs> To, to measure, bitch. Don't you what, what, what the problem is, you guys, is that we found our feet, but now the problem is we have to think on our feet, and that's very difficult, okay? Yeah. Well, do you know what? That's that's actually, I might not be good at preparation, but I'm actually amazing at thinking on my feet. So. Well, can we, other, other than that, we also have uh, Anya Becks from Northern Ireland, and uh, we've got Bonnie, uh, Bonnie Bow from uh, Dublin. Bootsy LaFerris is joining us again from New York. Shania Payne is joining us in from uh, Liverpool. Uh, Rujazzle is joining us from Scotland. And we have one more guest performer from Galway who will announce tomorrow. Yeah, that's very exciting. It's, it's yeah. actually going to be a stellar show and really fun. And all the shows that we've done have been actually great crack. So I mean, if you say so yourself, yeah. <laughs> no. Well, no, it has. Like, I've had a really good time. Like, it's not... By the way, it's not easy doing what we do sitting at home on your own, like basically turn into the drink <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because totally. we have to entertain ourselves it's like if you're sitting at home watching with your family or if you're watching on zoom with your friends or whatever you guys can all chat and kind of you know converse amongst yourself we're literally in a room with a camera yeah like looking stunning looks, looking yeah. stunning from the waist up but not the waist down because we've probably untucked oh halfway through the show and yeah. um, the one <laughs> thing the that people <laughs> one thing people keep asking is uh can we bring black blind date i literally just got two messages there that they absolutely loved it now what we realized is we're terrible matchmakers not only for mm-hmm. ourselves but other people because we had no successful couples the last time but maybe if you're interested in finding love davina can work her magic and also match you up with someone yeah. you'll never meet in real life yeah i could put you in touch with someone who'd give a fuck <laughs> <laughs> so what? yeah no if you, if you apply uh send us a dm and Maybe we could look into do that as another special. Yeah, for sure. So what do we have on the show today? On the show today, we have a friend of the show. We have Andrew Fitzsimons, who is a celebrity, iconic hairdresser who's worked with people like uh, Ariana Grande, Mariah Carey, uh, the Kardashians, to name a few. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Anne Doyle. <laughs> oh, course. Anne Doyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Anne, the most Anne iconic Doyle. of all, the supermodel of Ireland herself. Of- all the icons. So we have him in for a chat, which we actually did record when lockdown first started. Mm. So it's a very long, in-depth interview. And we get a, a bit of the tea about the Hollywood Hills, etc., etc. So it's actually, it's good crack. Yeah, absolutely. So stay tuned for some Andrew Fitzsimmons. And we'll see you after this short little jingle. Okay, you guys, I am in my sitting room once again, all on my own. Nobody here. I live solo. But joining me on Skype is both Davina and... The very fabulous, all the way from LA, Andrew Fitzsimmons is in the house as well. Hi, darling. (laughs) Hi, petty little thing. How are you? You and me. (laughs) We're going to have a lot of that considering we can't see each other's faces. (laughs) This is going to be tough. I don't know who's talking to who. I'm good. I'm actually, I just came down the hill. I live up in the hills, but I came down the hill to my friend. Get your pail uh, of water. <laughs> get a pail of tequila. Um, and yeah, I'm just at my friend's house. We've been quarantining together. Um, we've been just working out. He has a gym in his building. So we've been working oh, at his, oh. his gym. We've been going for um, some hikes, stay, trying to stay away from 
everybody else. But but uh, LA is on full. It's it's almost on full lockdown. Like all everything is closed. All the businesses are closed. Literally wow. only banks, banks and um, food stores and, and stuff. Yeah, and grocery stores are. It's are great. Open, so it's kind of crazy. When... When did that kick off over there? Like, because I feel like it happening. was the same for everyone. It's it, it, kind of like Friday, last Friday. Oh, really? It's when when yeah. it seemed like, oh, this is really going to go down. I think once the world saw what happened in Italy, right, everyone was yeah. like, oh crap, that's like the numbers are going up here too. So that's what's going to happen. So now San Francisco, half of I, I live in, I obviously live in California. Half of the state is under full lockdown. Like you can't leave your house. So so Northern California, you have to stay at home. Um, you're only allowed out if you are, if you have, uh, if you're getting groceries or you're going to the doctor, uh, that's the only reason you're allowed out of your house. And so hopefully that doesn't happen here, but God, we'll see. yeah, it's scary times, but, um, that's what I was going to say to you. I was like, I'm just curious to see what your view is now. Where exactly are you in the world? Because we're in gloomy Dublin. Yeah. yeah. You said a hill and a hill to yeah. us is like Brayhead or, you know, the sugar loaf, but yeah, I mean, the Hollywood Hills, darling. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm hills, darling. Um, yeah, I'm up in like palm tree land. It's actually, it is, it was raining for the past almost two weeks in LA and it never ever rains here. We're actually in a, in a drought right now. Oh, and today's the first day we have blue skies. Cause you know, when the, like everyone, like this all, has all been happening and then it's been gray weather that we're not used to. I'm very used to, but no one else is. Well, um, when you were in so, Dublin, you did have a, a, a beautiful tan. Now I'm not sure if it was yours or out of a bottle, of course, but of course it was mine. Yeah, so, yeah, it's, so yeah, it's good. It's good weather again, and I, I just feel like with a situation like this, honestly, someone always has it worse than you. So you really oh, have to you have to use use this time. I find gratitude is the is the best thing to combat most negative thoughts. So for me right now, I'm like I have a roof over my head. I yeah. have enough food for for the time being. Everything like look, we're all in the same yeah. boat. I think well, the it's only like, thing that you can do is be kind to yourself and try and be kind to other people. And help it's like what that. we were saying though, just before we start recording. You know, it's like you have to try and stay positive in this time because yes. it's all very uncertain. We don't know what's around yes. the corner, and but you know what? The biggest enemy is in your own mind. Exactly. With situation, the yeah. biggest enemy. Because the thing is, there's no, there's no. The, the only threat is the possibility of what can happen. Yeah. And what we're what we're doing right now is we're trying to protect each other from a from a, a future possibility, and that's yeah, and that's absolutely. what we're doing. There's no there's no one running after us. There's no there's no, nothing like what we have to remember right now is all we're doing is we're trying to protect people, absolutely. and all we have to do is sit our asses at home. I mean, like none of us. Yeah. I can speak for everyone. None of us have read a book for the past fifteen years. So <laughs> no, so I let, definitely let's speak for yourself. Let's kids. <laughs> okay, I have not read, read a book since Catcher in the Rye when I was effing fifteen years old. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a good time to catch up on things that we've felt like we're too busy to do because think, um, you know I don't think Cosmopolitan counts as a book, does it? <laughs> uh, I mean, to some people, to gay people, yes, it's a, book, it's a novel. <laughs> Come here, you're in the same so, boat as us, basically, because like we're obviously entertainers. Our work can only yeah. happen if the people can leave their house and go and uh, yeah. hit the bars. But obviously, your work is very dependent on like TV and film and like the yeah. whole well, same magazine let's, industry. Let's get into that for a minute and let's tell everybody a little bit about Andrew and who Andrew is and where he is. And you know, because we jumped straight into the corona coronavirus there. So, yeah. tell us a little bit about yourself, Andrew, and um, what you do for a living. Just... Well, 
I am a I'm a hairstylist. A celebrity um, hairstylist. I'm a celebrity. <laughs> I, I'm celebrity adjacent. Uh, I uh, yeah. I'm from I'm from Dublin. I'm from uh, Ballantyre. Lovely. And I uh, yeah. I've been doing hair a very very long time. I'm I'm, I'm 32 now. I started when I was 13. So next year wow. will be my my 20th year doing my job full time. I think at 13, um, I had like a paper round, but you were already like... Yeah, um... I was starting my career. I was, I was a bossy, I was a bossy 13 year old um, who was ready to start her career. Um, <laughs> and um, she wasn't going to take no for an answer. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I was, I, was in, I was in Dublin for a long time working in Dublin uh, in salons, doing my training. And then I worked, uh, I worked in RTE for a while. I did some of the pre- presenters there. Um, I worked with, like, honestly, the fact that, like, I worked with Anne Doyle. Oh, my God. Um, That's iconic. iconic. My, Gay my, icon. dad doesn't, my dad, do, do, like, doesn't care about Vogue covers, Kardashians, <laughs> anything like that. He's like, I did Anne Doyle's hair, he was like, son, you've made it. And I was like, yeah, I made it. I did Anne well, hair. she is a total gay icon. And oh, she's, there's a recipe to her hair. Like, there is, you know, a, a strict format to that hair. So oh, yes. if you had a messed yes. up Anne Doyle's hair, I mean, you would have oh, brought no, 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 shame no. upon the family. Yeah, we would have been in worse state than Corona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, like, bad hair on Anne Doyle, or hair out of place in Anne Doyle is one of the signs of the apocalypse so it's absolutely <laughs> so yeah. come here from uh, from 13 you must have like had a flair naturally because like to kind of elevate your career so quickly and kind of be doing all that from such a young age you must have naturally kind of had a flair for that from very I young think, did you well i think as gay people we we kind of spend our childhood in our minds and especially yeah. our our generation of creative people, gays we could yes creative gays also because there's the also, other kinds <laughs> yeah there look we, we come in all in all different shapes and, sizes and, and types but um i think that what like especially our generation who kind of grew up in the in the 90s early 90s um it was a time where you couldn't necessarily be uh, an eight-year-old going i'm gay and I'm, i want to be in musical theater blah blah you, right. that wasn't really an option you most people had to hide the fact that they were gay yeah. until a certain point where they knew that they were safe, like a, like a, a, a like in a lot of the world. Um, so I for totally me, played I with my, my sister's childhood. Barbies, like without anyone Hold knowing. On. Like I totally Hold played on. with my sister's Barbies without anyone knowing. Did their hair yeah. was like getting yeah. all involved in that, but I didn't want anyone to know that if that made sense. Yeah, because like, you, you were taught either directly or indirectly that boys were not supposed to be doing that. Right. So we we had this like dialogue in our head of. Oh, this is what I really want to do, and this is what makes me happy. And as a child, you want to play with the things that you want to play with, and you yeah. want to do the things that you want to do, like other children. But you also have this safety mechanism in your head. There's like, oh, my mom won't like that, or oh, my teacher won't that, like that, uh, or whatever. You know. I think that breeds a lot of like confusion as well. I think totally. because because you're getting totally mixed messages. So your yes. kind of your instinct is that you want to kind of be creative and you want to play with the girls' world, hit style yeah. and head. And then this, <laughs> you're getting and then you're getting this message that yeah. you know you should be playing with GI Joe and yeah. you know. Yeah. So so I, like it is, it's very. Oh, I stripped that. Well, girl, I played with a GI yeah. Joe, but not the way that you're supposed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we all we all did that. The, 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 the clothes were off. Those pants. You know? <laughs> how disappointing! <laughs> how disappointing! <laughs> I was like, that's how it works. I was like, maybe I am straight. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is. We we do spend we like as as gay people we ha- we had to spend a lot of time in our in our own mind trying to figure out how we would navigate life by yeah. ourselves as young children. So for me, I always. Like, as you said, there was this kind of dichotomy of what society was saying. It was like, you can do anything and the world's your yeah. oyster, blah, blah, blah. But also not showing our version of that, of a successful I'm... gay person or a creative gay person or, or whatever. So you either had to, a lot of, for a lot of gay people, 
have to either imagine themselves in those spaces or create new spaces that they could see themselves in in the future, or they just subscribe to what was taught to them and, and became more and more damaged. So for, for me, I think me being a bossy 13-year-old came from 13 years of trying to protect myself in my Repression, own head from the adults, yeah. you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. And Andrew, so like you left Ireland quite early, didn't you? Yeah, I moved to Paris when I was, I think, 17. I, I think I'd just gone 17. And had, um, you, had you come out before you'd left or had you... Oh, well, yeah. Oh, all? girl. Yeah, no, no, you were out, out. No one, yeah, no one, no one was confused about that, let alone me. Um, it was, I was very... Yeah, when I, when I got a job at, the, at a salon at 13, that was when I just started opening up. Because when you're in male spaces, yeah. uh, especially, especially straight male spaces... Mm. Um, as a gay child, you don't necessarily always feel very safe to no. be yourself and to express yeah. yourself the way you want to. So when I uh, got a job, my mom got me a summer job at a hair salon and I was around women for the first time. Now, I knew that these women were like a little older, weren't necessarily the most progressive people in the world. But, yeah. they, but at the very least, they didn't care. You know, they the weren't more trying to harm me. They weren't trying to change me or toughen me up or anything yeah. like that they just wanted me to be me they just wanted me to not annoy do them the, and do my job yeah. <laughs> and whatever they just didn't care you know yeah. so that was the first time where i was allowed to just be myself and yeah. at the very least that's what we can do for other people is just literally accept other people and let them do their thing because yeah. like, most people are not knocking on your door to try and push their push their agenda, agenda. on you you know um, so for me that was the first time where i could i could kind of start to create my own agenda for my own yeah. life and um, and you're and totally you're discovering yourself as well, you know. T- totally, totally. When you're allowed to just do whatever, listen to whatever, dress however you want to, you start to mold yourself. And usually, that they they are the teenage years for a lot of gay people, especially in the past. That comes later in life because you, uh, if you don't get to come out until you're in your 30s or in your 40s or sometimes later, that's when you have your your adolescence all over again. You start right. to figure out who you are in the world mm. as a gay person so i did i was very very lucky even yeah. though in the grand scheme of things it, it it wasn't that long ago but uh in ireland it feels like it was oh it was well, different, a whole different time where i was an out gay it, person it was, it was. It really, really was. I, yeah i was a, an out gay teenager and i remember going to the george and i remember i remember the first time like I think I was coming home from work at like sixteen, and it was it was you know when th- Thursdays are always late in hair salons, and I was yeah, coming yeah. home and the, and I was on the I think I was on the seventy five bus and I was going down Georgia Street and I just saw the door and I'd never been in there, uh-huh. and I just heard Christina Aguilera fighter the layering oh the that was layering. me <laughs> that was you that was you honestly um, I, I don't know if it was dude being so jealous of all of the people because I could see the people coming in and out and everyone just looked so happy and everyone was dancing and everyone was just gay you know yeah. and I, I was just like yeah. I want to be I want to be around my people it's and crazy isn't it it's like because I, I remember even when I was a kid and you know going into town really late one Saturday night and, and seeing people and it's like a, it's like this magnetism you just yeah. want to be you want to be part of it because I think you feel so not a part of anything for so long it's yes. like you just have this weird animal magnetism to it. But it also well, was like you terrifying. always know that you're gay and you know that there's an environment where pe- gay people can be gay. And the yeah. thing is, 
we do, like our development is very different, especially our sexual development is very different from straight people, especially back in, in our day. Um, because <laughs> back, back, back in the day, like, you know, at school, there was kiss chasing, but that was boys and girls. Right. There was yeah. little couples when you're 11 and 12 and you start to like imagine like the, the, the like relationships and blah, blah, blah. That was all between boys and girls. We never had, yeah. we had to discover that on our own, on our own terms. That's true. And yeah. much, much later. So we are a, a lot young of gay person and you go with, so much shame and shame yeah. has been uh, such a huge topic that i've had to overcome for yeah. years through therapy because of my upbringing in ireland unfortunately mm-hmm. but, and, shame like, shame people, i know your name yeah and it's one of the most uh, difficult it's one of the most difficult things to overcome shame because you innately don't want to talk about it it brings up Absolutely. like the deepest darkest corners that we have is when shame shame means i don't know if you're still going to be around if i tell you this you know, mm-hmm. and um, and for for me, like going going past the George, and I know such a big part of me was like, oh my god, that's that's wrong. It's the gay fucking agenda, yeah. and it's the it's the this and the that, and everything I've been told. And then you kind of look at it, you just hear the music. You, I just heard fighter, and and that being an anthem in itself for gay people, right. um, blaring from the George, and these happy people, and I was like. What could be so wrong about that? And that was my first time ever, like being like, okay, I need to insert myself around other gay people and learn how to be, learn how to be gay, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but that was unfortunately that was like pretty much the time that I that I moved. So I never really got into uh, the whole gay scene in Dublin. Unfortunately, I did see the one of the most iconic drag queens in the world in Dublin, uh, Davina Divine. Uh, ah! <laughs> Hold on, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> fuck my drag. That's I fine. <laughs> no, no, but uh, one of them. But uh, yeah, that's like the, one of the only times I remember seeing a drag show was seeing Davina. And did, wait, did you work in Brown Thomas at any point, or my? I, I, I did. <gasps> I did. Yeah, dark secrets. Okay, so I was putting it together because you know you don't know who people, who people are out of drag. And she was terrible, yeah, by yeah. the way. She was terrible. <laughs> like, literally. I was actually, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. I was actually an amazing artist. I was just a very bad retail employee. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd find her I, cleaning I, I the eyeshadows rather than serving a customer. And if a customer was coming towards her, she'd go off the other direction to clean some eyeshadows you know, the other side. I used, to, I, used to, I used to set myself a challenge every day to see if I could sell nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I got a part-time job. Um, I was still doing hair, but I think I was saving up to like go to New York or something. And I got a part-time job also at Harvey Nichols um, oh, yeah. in Dublin. And when I tell you, I would hide from, I would get food. I would hide it under my coat. I would go into the change rooms. <laughs> I'd just be sitting there. I'd be eating Eating onion rings um, in the in the changing rooms. I didn't know. Like Lindsay Lohan in Mean Girls, you know, like oh, eating sandwich in the toilet. Oh my god! <laughs> Literally, yeah. that's that was me. That was me in. Um, yeah, we're, I'm not supposed to be around the general public like that. <laughs> that's like me now, bitch. I'm like Lindsay Lohan right now, <laughs> sitting eating a sandwich on my own. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, but yeah, and and actually, do you know what? Like th- that being the time that I left Dublin, um, yeah. and. Uh, just not being a part of the gay community there, really, because I, when I left Dublin, I, I pretty much left. Mm, yeah. And the last time that I was back to launch uh, my products with with Primark in Dublin, that you guys so graciously came to. Yeah. Um, oh, we love a party. Oh, we love a party. Oh, I was so glad. I was like, when I saw you guys, I was like, oh my god, my people, thank God, thank God, you guys. <laughs> um, but and then, um, 
basically for, for everyone at home, what happened was afterwards, I was like, where do we go? I wasn't, I had to do press the next day, the next morning. So I was like, didn't want to go out, yeah. out, but I was like, and you guys were like, we're doing it. We're doing a show at the George. Do you want to come? And I was like, do you know what? That's the only thing that I want to do. And I was actually really tired. I was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to do anything. But when you guys said that, I was like, do you know what? For the young me who didn't feel like he had a place in, <laughs> in the George. You, you couldn't resist. Like, I, could, I literally couldn't resist. And the two, two of the greatest entertainers of all time. I was like, come on. Like, I have to go. Me so, and Sophia. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> come here. Oh Can I just say, lady, your sister lady. your sister has been making up for you <laughs> while you're not here. There was a whole here. talent there that night. Um, but, uh, so myself and a couple of my team, my um, manager, Jules, who is... I love um, Jules. Jules is well. She's been she's been on the on the scene for a minute in Dublin, and she, oh, she she's has. Just, she's, she's the she's the best. Um, yeah. She owns uh, First Option Models in Dublin, and she's luckily my manager. Um, and we went we went up and with my little sister Olivia, and that's how I know Victoria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We came up to the dressing room to you guys, and literally, I think that was my favorite part of the whole trip back home. Oh. Was be, <laughs> was being it was just like you guys were so hospitable and sweet and lovely and welcoming. And for, Which for is me, things that had, most people don't think of us. it just, it felt, it felt so, it was very, very special. It was like that night was by far my favorite part of the whole trip back to Ireland. It made me feel connected to the gay community in Dublin again. Well, all the best shit happens in the dressing room. <laughs> oh, well, that's, well, well, the I'm shit. not going to say what happened in the dressing room. What happened in the dressing room stays in the dressing room. <laughs> Oh People my god, my dress got stained in that dressing room. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so yeah, you had... go on. Oh, no, go on, go on. I had no, I just like you were, you were very strategically putting your hair over the stain on your dress. I was very it was Sambuca, yeah. just in case anyone was wondering. It was only Sambuca, <laughs> nothing yeah. else. Unfortunately, <laughs> so Andrew, you were saying you were just back in Dublin there recently and you've just yeah. launched a range with Primark. Or yeah. pennies, as we know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, is it available, like in the UK and Ireland as well? Yeah, it's available in every single uh, location. Obviously, right now, uh, there's I think oh in a God, couple yeah. of yeah, in a couple of countries. I think it's still open, can't... isn't it? Yeah, I it's think, still open. Uh, I think, I think in moment. certain places it's still open. Obviously, they're not open in countries that are on lockdown. Um, and I think mm-hmm. in a couple of countries, you're not uh, able to even sell cosmetics because they're afraid of the spread oh, yeah. of the virus. Oh, so such bad, it's, such it's, bad time. And it's really bad timing. But uh, at the I same think you've got time, it just I'm in very... just. It, I think you got well, there we, just before the madness. Well, yes, exactly. It, it, but probably a month before the madness really, really happened, yeah. um, I was able to 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 come over. Um, so at least. We got it out there, and I got to you know be in be in Ireland again and whatever and. The fu- the, like whatever happens in the future happens in the future. But what I will say is that I'm, I just feel very blessed to have that opportunity to begin with, and that's what means a lot to me. So for now, I think yeah. we just have to focus on on taking care- taking care of ourselves. Absolutely. You know? I You're mean, right, Pennies yeah. is the holy bit- grail. Like for any gay, like to imagine having a range with something, Pennies is a major moment. Like, how did that well, even come my, about? It's my kind of vibe because I I, I didn't grow up bougie at all we grew up with, with, with like pretty pretty poor and um you know and and with be with not having like a lot of extra money comes creativity whether it's your Absolutely. mom having to be creative in the kitchen or you having to be creative with your like clothing yes. or styling uh-huh. yourself or whatever it is to me the only boundaries are the ones that we impose on ourselves for years and years and years i lived in new york and i made when i tell you zero money i mean i for a couple of years i earned zero zero dollars and that did not stop me from dressing the way I wanted to dress or going to the place that I would have to, like, have a hip flask 
in my pocket and I might yeah. just be living on like a slice of pizza a day. But I was, you couldn't tell me nothing. I was still living my fantasy, you know? <laughs> and I think that creativity comes with like the having to learn to be creative from, from a, a young age. So um, it's, it's a bit like drag in a way as well. It's like, you know, if you really want to do something, you have a dream and you yes. really want to put the, you know, you want to get to where you want to go. You have to put the yeah. groundwork in. You have Absolutely. to kind of like work for pittance and yeah. do your time, earn your craft. Pay your dues. And then, and then you know, reap the rewards. But also, yeah, it's not going to happen for everyone. That... Sorry, go on. No, I, I just think it's not going to happen for everyone. You can do all that, like, yeah. and work in, in, in the same industry as you, but it might not happen. Like, it's not for everyone. Of course. Some people... just, but everything just looks different for different people, you know? And you know what, with drag, you can, like, there's some That's people so true. who lean on excuses um, like, oh, do you know what? I can't be, a, I, I can't be up there like her because I can't afford a sparkly dress or like blah, 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 knit, knit, uh, like lace front or whatever. But you know what? Creativity, you look, can't, you look can't can. afford a lace front these days. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. You can get yeah, 10, 10 euro lace front online. Bitch, from, if you can't, if you can't get a lace front, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, totally. But the thing is, like, Victoria has 24. Oh, God. Like, I, I'm looking at her, at her Insta stories and I'm like, wow, I wish I had the wig collection that she has. <laughs> Where am I going to wear them, though? I have 24 gorgeous wigs sitting here ready to style and I'm like, well, well what's the point? Well, the queens over here are doing a lot of, like, live perform, or doing, like, online performances and then and yeah. they're putting in their Venmo or their I don't know if you guys have that like a ca- cash app where people can send tips. Oh yeah, online. Yeah, I, I so do like that idea. Like I, have my, I have my OnlyFans, Andrew. So that's <laughs> oh, okay, you're good. Me too. I'm, I'm good with my OnlyFans. Like I don't even know if I'm going to go back into hair. I think it's like self. It's the self porn at the moment. But the funny thing is that it's like everyone is just we're just living on our phones right now it's just I know. so yeah. it's and, really really and to crazy. be honest like just think about like the technology and and the fact that we can even record this podcast now is yes. actually amazing yeah. like We're we didn't lucky. have this like you know just think how about, like, isolated Spanish flu. i know and then the people re- like people really fucking know about it so yeah. you know you got to be thankful for the small blessings but totally. the range we got totally sidetracked there tell yeah. us about a bit about the range and what what's in it and how you kind of came to make it all happen well for me um as i said like um, creativity has always been a part of my life just from not having a lot. Um, so that's why Primark Pennies uh, was the perfect place because that's where we always shopped growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always kind of, like, look, I'm gay. So I always kind of knew how to style myself a little bit or I knew, I knew exactly what I wanted to wear. And it didn't really matter if it was expensive or not. Still to this day, um, I'm like a lot of the time wearing Primark still. Um, I, I, like once you know your style, you have a style, you know how to dress. So for me, um, Primark had become just such a destination for my people, people that I grew up with, my current friends, creatives. Well, it's, it's um, on-trend fashion, and it's, it's yeah. fashion kind of on demand. So it's, yeah. it's, like it's the most fast-paced moving definitely that fashion store. And especially for Irish and English people, um, Irish and English people are really into glam, really into looks, really yeah, into like, a vibe. So to be able to like, stay up-to-date with trends, that's really important and that's what they have always provided. So for me, when I was like, okay, how am I going to, if I was ever to start my own hair care brand, um, what would it look like and what would it be and who would it be for and who would it be accessible to? And I always saw celebrity hairstylists uh, creating like really, especially now and especially people who are connected to really high profile people. It's usually they go into the luxury route 
they're uh, yeah. like only available like exclusive to Sephora or yeah. like big like expensive places, which is great and like it's part of the industry. Um, but for me, I was like, I, there's no point in me making a hair care line that people like myself or my mother or my sister or my friends mm. wouldn't have been able to afford. That yeah, just doesn't that never that it was never gonna be okay in my mind. So I always was trying to figure out was like, uh, if do I if I start my own line by myself, how am I going to create the luxury products that I want to create and sell mm-hmm. them for for a really reasonable price? Right. Because like if you are creating even even just like a moderately uh, priced shampoo or conditioner or whatever, mm-hmm. it costs a lot of money to make, especially if you're using really good um, ingredients. So for me, having a home for my products like Primark, where I knew my people um, are, are already shop there and already know that it is mm-hmm. a destination for fashion and now beauty. Um, but to be able to work with the team, because that's what they do best. They, they, they take the best of what's happening in fashion or style or beauty, and then they're able to deliver to the make customers. Make it affordable. A, yeah. Yeah, make yeah, it affordable. Yeah. And because people yeah. would just put whatever price tag they wanted on, on whatever for so long and mm-hmm. accept it. And I'm like, no, you actually don't. You use that creativity. You and, and, and what we did work with what, what you we, got. Absolutely. We created yeah. a luxury inspired line that now, like the first week, everyone was like, oh my God, the packaging. Oh my God, the scent. Yeah, oh my beautiful. God, this. And we put, and I put so much effort into all of those elements so people, people would feel that's, that luxury. So, but then, that's what I was going to say to you. Like the formula, after like a week or two, everyone mm-hmm. was just talking about, oh my God, I've never, my hair's never shined like this before. I've never had this kind of volume before. Because people at that price point, the products weren't. That good and not a lot of creativity they weren't, was put into the it. Expectation you know? as well. The exactly. Ex- they probably weren't expecting it to be so good. But that's no. what I was wanted to know. Like, did you have a lot of input like into the actual like making? Because like in the in the range, I know there's a hairspray because I lashed yeah. loads that into Oh, my wig. me too. My <laughs> wig was starting to like absolutely fall to pieces at your event, and I uh, went over, saw the collection, I was like, right, let me try one of these. Someone handed me bounce, and I came yeah. back. I survived, and I got through the event. Yeah. So uh, like, yeah. yeah, there's like uh, there's like dry shampoo. There's like yeah. um, hairspray. Yeah. There's like I know there's brushes and there's clips. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's so, a like spray. There's uh, styling spray. Um, yeah, there's lots of stuff. And guys could use that as well. Like it's to- yeah, it's it like is, totally it unisex. It's not yeah, like it's, just... it's gender neutral. It is hair type neutral. It is. It's literally for. The, I try to engineer it in a way that the end result is what you kind of look look for so you look for the volume range if you want more volume you look for the hair range if you want to restore your hair's health um or um so it's broken up into categories based on what you need um but yeah it's for every hair type every uh every gender um and the the thing is for me is that i had to from the from the very very get-go i was like i have to be in control of this if it's going to have my name i have no intention of just selling my name and whatever products going out, and then people judging me on that would just never. From the font on the bottles to yeah. the, every Pantone shade to every formula, um, from the every element of the packaging, um, uh, I, I, I designed. Uh, along it's, with the, it's, the team of, it's of great Primark. that you had the, the creativity and they, they gave you the license to do that as well it's, yeah. that's totally. well they have it's an brilliant. amazing team and um, uh, there's an amazing girl uh, Laura who works at Primark and we really, really and who works in product development and we, we just we worked on everything for so long to make it perfect so 
at the end of the day, like I'm going to be able to use in my mind at the time, I was like, I'm going to be able to use these products on my clients that mm-hmm. be world class, uh, celebrity inspired, red carpet, that, but know that they're being sold for like 350 I know, you know right? at home yeah. and people can, can have that level of luxury at home. So that was so pennies was the was the perfect place. Not only is it iconic for us, especially, um, but for me, it just made sense that it just works with who I am. Uh, yeah. and, and my brand and being inclusive because you can be inclusive till the cows come home, but if no one can afford it, no one can afford it. Only the, the rich That's people it. can. Totally. And that, that alienates a lot of people. So come for here. me, I was like, I'm going to use that creativity, create the best products that I can, sell them at an affordable price and uh, show that it can be done because it's just never been done like that before. And you are also working Amazing. on styling tools as well, aren't you? Because Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss seen like a hint at that on your instagram yeah. stories what's the tea on that are they coming out well, maybe towards the end of the uh, year coronavirus or? it's getting real uh, coronavirus <laughs> coronavirus <laughs> um, yeah we have a little we have a little delay uh so well right now look nothing nothing is that available right now everyone's right. just yeah. looking after themselves as they should um, but the, but the electricals. As soon as we know what's going on, um, we will we will let everybody know for sure. But yeah, I created a hair dryer that to me is just like I'm very inspired by like the I'm very masculine in some ways. I like cars. Yeah. I like leather. I so like is Davina, yeah. Things that are quite like masculine. But then I really <laughs> like the concept of the like '50s beauty parlor, the light colors, the femininity. So I created yeah. like we 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 created this um hair dryer that looks kind of it looks a little 50s a little futuristic 50s and we kept everything Fab. in the same uh color family and for me like that uh, giving people that luxury of like uh, the wire has to be pink also and the plug has to be pink and the pink mm. has to match the thing and the thing and this and having all of those levels of detail that people might well, not have been able to have before were like i i'm, I'm, I'm Primark, in... we're... go on no go on go on go ahead no it's just yeah, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to be a bit I, I nosy. I'm in the mark for a new hair dryer. I'm w- on deadline for that little girl. <laughs> well, there, I have one, one with your name on it for sure. Um, oh, fab, amazing. Yeah. Andrew, I want to be That's a bit nosy for, uh, for a second. <laughs> so obviously we wear wigs all the time. Give us your best yes. wig tip. Yes. Wig tip. See, okay, well, okay. I may use... Well, you guys use human hair wigs, right? Uh, Davina does more uh, so yeah, than I, I do. I They're not as good yeah. for you guys because they fall, they don't hold the yeah. curl as much, blah, blah, blah. Synthetic is better yeah. for you guys as performers, right? Mm-hmm, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, I generally... If I'm using a wig for work, I have obviously a million wigs, but um, they... <laughs> 
my clients don't want anyone to know that they're wigs usually like whoever yeah, whoever yeah. the client may be yeah. a lot of the time unless it's a neon like fluorescent yellow or whatever totally yeah, yeah. know but even then the the trick is to make it look still look like their hair so people because you know some people don't know that people wear wigs i think um, oh absolutely also, like nicole kidman I, I think most people don't know nicole kidman only wears wigs when she's filming like films and stuff like that and oh a lot of actresses yeah a lot of actresses when they film uh they wear wigs because otherwise number one if your call time is 5 a.m. to film every morning, you mm. don't want to be there getting your hair curled for two hours. Totally. You literally plop on the wig and then we're ready to go. Yeah. And also saves, saves your hair. Um, but uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of celebrities wear wigs for, for that reason, to protect their hair um, or to, you know, to change up the style very, very quickly and easily. Um, so my, my tips for wigs are generally based on them looking as natural as possible. Mm-hmm. You guys wear... like. For instance, Victoria, you wear like a lot of different types of wigs, and your and your look changes, yeah, like pretty drastically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you, what well, you've got it down, and and Davina, you have your iconic look, and it is obviously well, you see, that's so like, like a biological I, female. <laughs> I do all my own. I do all my own wigs, and that's wild. I like, just just taught myself like kind of basically from trial and error everything that I I can do, but I have a very generic look. Like I'm, you know, your um. Some of your clients, like you, I know Mariah is one of your hair clients, mm. and Mariah is one of my like hair gods. Like I love oh, Mariah's yeah. hair. I think she, like Mariah and Jennifer Lopez, would be my hair icons. Yes. and yes. I love their style. So I like look at a lot of stuff that they do and yeah. totally try and recreate it. Because to be honest, if I bring it to somebody that sells a wig, they'll either do it too draggy, and yeah. it's just too, it's just not me, yeah. or yeah. or they just don't get it at all. So it's yeah. like, so I'm kind of, I've kind of figured it out myself a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Whereas I love OTT. Because Mariah is like, Mariah obviously is known as, like her look has obviously evolved to the point where it's almost, she is the cartoon of Mariah Carey. She's like become yeah. her own cartoon. Right. And, the, and I love that. I love, I love a short, dre- a short strapless dress. And, and a strappy sandal. And like, and a strappy sandal mm. and bare, like, you know, just teetering over like to like the stage and not really being able to move because your dress is so tight. I love that vibe. Um, and when myself and Mariah talk about hair references, like her number one hair reference is always Farrah Fawcett. That is her. Like, oh, oh my God, me too. Mind. Well, I look, oh, yeah, I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. It's like, well, because to her, in her mind, like, I guess, like from her childhood, like she would have seen like the posters everywhere and Farrah Fawcett's hairdo was as iconic as the Rachel would be or whoever yeah. later on, um, or the Ariana now or whatever. Um, the Farrah Fawcett was the the hairstyle, and to me, she was the most one of the most glamorous. Uh, oh God, absolutely! Um, so yeah, Mariah Mariah's um, like number one hair reference is is uh, Farrah. But then we do it in, with the Mariah way because Mariah doesn't, you know, she doesn't have a lot of she doesn't want a lot of volume in her hair a lot of the time. Yeah, if you look mm-hmm. at her, because you kind of think in your head, if I was to if I didn't do her hair and I was to visualize her, I would think she had big hair and lots of volume, blah blah. But she really. She doesn't. Her hair is always pretty flat, with, mm. but she she'll do a side part with a with a fire faucet flick, yeah. or she'll I've, do straight, or she'll do waves, or add a lot of I've volume. Seen, but never uh, I've seen on her show like Mariah's World. I've seen that a couple mm. of times, like where she's had, uh, you know, she's had obviously wigs kind of prepped, ready yeah. to go, and then you you can see when she's got like working her real hair, and it's yeah. very kind of like tied back, very like low key, very like kind of chill yeah. which yeah. is it's just nuts just because when you see that cartoon version of her it's yeah. just so well yeah, the one fab, thing about, about her is like to me 
any female, usually performer, to me is, especially in, in, in music, is very, very close to what a drag queen does. They develop yeah. a character, a look, and then they, th- that is part of their work look. That's their, that's their drag. That's their work drag. Yeah. Mariah has her drag. Kim has her drag. Ariana has her drag. To mm-hmm. me, it's very, very, it's like very, very similar concepts yeah. of yeah. learning, learning about silhouettes, learning about what suits you, right. learning what people respond to, and then being able to elevate it to a point where no one else is doing it like you. I think that's the real secret, you know, because if Mariah was just going around with a fire faucet wig, there'll be a, sing- a singer wearing a fire faucet wig. But Mariah has combined her, like her cartoon character with all of these different references like you. Um, yeah. Using Mariah's reference or using Jennifer Lopez's reference, but you doing it in your way. Mm-hmm. That's why you you style your wigs better than anyone else because only you know your true the true essence of your drag. That's so true. Unless you have someone yeah. that you really trust, because you know these like especially like uh, and Victoria, you'll know this. A lot of the drag race girls they have a whole team. They have someone who does their wigs. They have someone right. who does their makeup. Who does their costumes? Like literally down to the nails. Um, but they're teams that people have worked with and honed the look for like over a certain. They get time, it like. Yeah, which is what I do with my my clients. You you and you have to build that relationship. You know? Speaking of clients, like you have a very impressive Rolodex of clients. Like, tell it's us kind of wild. Like, you, who was your first you one, with. and how the hell did that happen? Like, um, I think my first celebrity client was. I think it might have been. It was either Mariah or Adele, but it was around the same time. It might have been Adele. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and like like two incredible like females. And um, feisty females as well, like real, yeah. like personality driven, like fab women. Absolutely, and unap- unapologetically them, you know. Um, but I, I think maybe I was around twenty two or twenty three, uh, probably twenty two, um, living in New York, and I was just doing test shoots and I had no money, and somehow, oh, it was because I think it was because Adele wasn't really famous over here yet. Okay. She was just coming up. She was literally. She had just released uh, 21 in the UK and she was coming over to New York to promote uh, 21 wow. and um, nobody had ever heard of her so she was just some random singer I of course knew who she was from yeah. back when I lived in Ireland because she's been famous for years with Chasing Pavements uh-huh. and all of that so um, so I knew exactly what she was and I, and I knew America would love her because she obviously is one of one of our the great talents mm-hmm. um, so knowing her, like some of her references, and I know how she had kind of evolved. I hadn't been like paying too close attention, but I, I knew yeah. enough that she, that she was very re- referential, yeah. uh, especially with the 60s and, and very, very stylized 60s hairstyles. She also has fab hair as well. Like her, her, when she I has, tell you, like, she has, gorgeous. she has eight heads of hair. On her head, oh, it is oh my crazy. God. So is jealous. Crazy. She has so I... much. She's the most amount of hair I've ever worked with in my whole entire oh. life by miles. I, I couldn't. Bad. I was sweating. I was As sweating someone who's arm. had a hair transplant, I am very, very, very <laughs> jealous. <laughs> Oh, I know, as he was had... saying that, as you were saying that, Andrew, I was saying, poor Victoria. Edel has eight heads. I, I mean, Edel, oh. look at your <laughs> color, Edel. Well, she's a friend, she might she's... donate some, who knows? She's, she's... a bald-headed scallywag. Bald-headed <laughs> scallywag. Um, yeah, but, uh, you know, I, I had been in New York for such a long time, and I'd been in Paris before that, so I... And I'd kind of turned my back on on Ireland almost because I, I just 
wasn't I didn't appreciate that how I was how I was treated when I lived there. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like, oh, I'm international. And I'm going to move to Paris and I'm going to move to New York. So in New York, I hadn't by the time I was in New York, I hadn't really been around Irish people for a couple of years, and I wasn't really keeping up to date with Irishness. What's I, going on? Until, yeah, and it wasn't until I was around her. So she's obviously from from the UK, but it's, the UK, it's, it's same the, kind it's, of it's humor very, and same, references, same kind of humor, same like F and blinding and pub culture and all, all, all the rest that was just very familiar to me. So being around her, and at that time, I was really obsessed with Cheryl Cole, and she was yeah, really, really over. obsessed with Cheryl Cole, yeah. and, um, and we just bonded over Cheryl Cole for some reason. Like, I was with Adele, and literally all we were doing was talking about Cheryl Cole. But <laughs> <laughs> well, around that time, remember. that was like, Cheryl was like at the height of <gasps> Adele, wasn't yeah. she? She's, she another was. one. She's another one with fab hair. Well, oh, like, always. always. Do you remember, girls, do you remember The Promise? Oh, yeah, God, yeah, of course. Girl, that, that look was... Some gorgeous yeah they oh were, like they were amazing we're t- we're talking about all our kind of hair references all the glamour girls um, yeah. and we have to of course mention like the kardashians because that's i think what you're probably most famed for now it's yeah. like i mean you know, i was how, watching and i was seeing this irish person pop up um and i was like this is kind of wild like yeah 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 i could see you popping up in in well, the episode you know because there's subtitles whenever I talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nadine coil like, literally i'm like people are like oh i didn't know nadine was working with kardashians <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. how did that come to be how did that happen um well i had been working in new york for a couple of years i'd been uh, with Adele and I'd been and I'd uh, been with Mariah a lot. Um, she's probably the first one that I that I was working with consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was working on I was working on a photo shoot. I think we were shooting an ad campaign, and I really the photographer had been shooting um, a lot of Vogue, and he'd been shooting he'd been doing really big stuff that I wanted to get in on. Mm-hmm. And he was like to me and the makeup artist during the day. He was like, "Hey, I'm having this modeling agency is sending a new face." Um, for when we're done here, because we'll have the studio and the lights. Um, do you want to stick around and shoot? I was like, yeah, absolutely. I was like, I want to do whatever I can do to work with this photographer. Mm-hmm. So in walks Kendall Jenner, Shut who up. was, I don't even know what age she was, maybe 16. Mm-hmm. Um, it was her first ever photo shoot in New York um, as a model. And her, it was a test shoot. And um, we did this whole, I think it was like a denim story or something like that. And she was re- she was really, really great. We did, we did a really, really cool um, shoot. She was really great. We, um, we, we all had a great time. The photos were great. And then she, she started booking me whenever she obviously lived in LA, but she would, she booked me yeah. whenever she was in New York for red carpets, for the Met Gala, for all of these different things. And she, yeah. at that time, that's when she started to really explode because she blew I up so didn't quickly really know who she was. Cause I'd never seen the show before. I'd never seen keeping up before. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't really know how famous her family... Well, I'd, I'd heard of Kim Kardashian, mm. obviously, and blah, blah, blah. But I didn't really know how so was she the kind of family was in the in the beauty world. You know? Was she the gateway kind of into into the Kardashians? Because like, do you work with all the sisters, or is it just... Yeah, I work, or, with, like, no, I work with... No, I work with them all. everyone, pretty much. Um, which is pretty oh, rare. Is true for each girl? Yeah, I think I, I'd been working with Kendall for a while, and she started to really blow up. And the, the major things that were happening for her, because she's a model was in New York and not in L.A. because most of the girls were shooting the show in L.A. and the red carpets were in Mm -hmm. L.A. and blah, blah. But Kendall, because she's a model, she was in New York. So people were seeing my work on her for whatever the award show was or whatever the fashion. uh, And I think Met Gala kind of really changed everything. That was like the moment that my career 
my my first Met Gala with uh, with and really kind of hair, launched my career into a whole other kind of category. You I know? think like hair wise, like they're all quite they're they're similar, but they're quite different. Is like in, yeah. in their kind of hair choices. Like I think Kim's probably yeah. a bit more adventurous, and I think Chloe is Kim a bit is more def- kind of. Like what would yeah. you say? Like a bit more kind of Toulouse, you know the kind of like. Yeah, like, she's like she's more like she likes like a sexy hairstyle, a tight yeah. hairstyle. Um, she's kind of more. I think she leans toward more towards like um, glam. I think that um, yeah. Kim is really good at interpreting so many different styles, and her styles are always perfected. There is no oh, so good. hair out of place ever w- with Kim, just because, and and that isn't even imposed by that's just. Because she's Kim Kardashian, and if you're working with Kim Kardashian, like if you're working with Naomi Campbell, you're it has to be perfect, you know. Yeah. There's a because there's a certain expectation with them by the public. Yeah. It's like if Kim Kardashian goes out with like a hair out of place or a weird outfit or whatever, the whole world be, is yeah. putting it up on posters Which is, and pointing. The pressure, the pressure of that though for you is like you know because oh, if, yeah. if something does go wrong or something's yeah. off, like it falls back on you. Like, yeah, especially totally, for live events. The pressure that way. It can be scary, and the thing with like hair and makeup artists will know that um, when it's a an award ceremony or whatever, you're basically doing hair and makeup in someone's at house the same in a time. hotel room, and then yeah, at the same time, and then you're shoving them out the door, and then if they scratch their hair and there's a big piece that's coming out, or they yeah. smudge their makeup and don't know and get out in the car, it's not the celebrity who gets blamed; it's the hair and makeup artist. Right. But, Actually, I have I have oh come on, I have what? a good question. Okay. <laughs> I want to know. But this. I would Just say has... that. I would say that, like that, for as I'm very lucky that with 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 my clients, they're all so professional. They have been they have done this a million times. It's it's work, the and they know the drill. And they know like make sure that all your hair is patted down before you get out of the car. Make sure you powder yourself or whatever they do when they get out of the car, so everything looks perfect. And they just know it's part yeah. of their job, and they and they do their job so well. So I, I never I never really worry about that. I just try to do my job to the best of my ability. As somebody now has who has worked in makeup personally myself, and yeah. I've been at shoots like that, and I've seen you know people having hair done, people makeup at the same time. Have you ever been doing someone's hair and say there's someone doing the makeup, and the makeup is just fucking atrocious, and it's just <laughs> like and and you're oh, and you're thinking and you're thinking to yourself, oh shit, but you're there to do hair. Because I've often been there doing someone's makeup, and I look at the hair. The hair is like really just not yeah, working. Bad. Yeah. And you, you obviously it's not your business. It's like you know you just you're there to do the makeup or whatever. Have you ever just yeah. thought, oh fuck, this bit, this is a mess. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, this I is think not that working. for for better or for worse, uh, I'm a very vocal person, and okay. I I'm I take my job seriously, and I take like team work very seriously. I, I put yeah. a lot of effort into like to learn how to be diplomatic. And yeah. back in the day, if you were doing a test shoot, it would be really annoying because I would I had no money in New York and I'd be put on a test shoot and it would be like a good model and a good photographer and you'd show up and the makeup artist is just doing something bad. Like the face doesn't match the body or there's oh no gosh. definition or they, the makeup's just bad. And you're like, I just, I couldn't afford the subway. So I just walked for two hours mm. with yeah. my, a giant suitcase in my kit. For, to work for free just for photos and mm. then the makeup was busted and I'm like oh okay whatever but I think <laughs> I think as you grow and you learn your own agency more um, yeah. that's when I'm like okay well let me go talk to the photographer the style see if this is the vibe that we want to go in and try and work it out diplomatically but definitely I've been there sometimes when I'm like oh my god I don't know like, when, oh, what, what do I say because I've been shocked when, like, like, when the shit day. hits the fan you know at those shoots and something does yeah. go wrong like I remember I was, I was doing a bridal shoot before with um, like there was a team makeup artist and yeah. one of the girls had dropped 
a red lip gloss onto one of the wedding. It was a wedding shoe. Oh, onto one of the wedding dresses. Oh, God. And the fucking panic. Like, now yeah. I mean, so I can imagine if you were dealing with celebrities and the dresses that were probably way more expensive than that fucking wedding dress ever was. Like, yeah. if something, like, do you remember Britney rubbed chicken, fried chicken stains oh, onto, yeah. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. onto a dress? Was. You know, like, really? really shit like that. Yeah. Daily, yeah, yeah. Like I can imagine, that, like when she goes down, shit will go down. Totally. Yeah, but the thing is, I think when you get to a high level, for me anyway, it's, I try to be. Everyone is so orientated. good, and everyone is so good. And you know, don't don't wipe your chicken hands on the dress. <laughs> kind of rule, rule one. Hey, listen, Victoria. Yes, I'm listening. Come here, Andrew. When I was in LA about a year and a half ago, I was staying in uh, West Hollywood, and there was this huge billboard like i mean huge uh of uh kylie's latest collection that you had done the hair on and i remember because your sister comes to all our our gigs i sent the picture to her because i was like this is major but i kind of was just curious when did you realize that this was your life like that you'd made it was there like an adventure right you were like what the hell how did this happen like was there a little moment after and oil i would say (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I don't really. I, I'm going to be very honest. I don't really think like that. I am really dedicated to my job and moving forward. So I'm always kind of thinking about the future. And it's actually it's kind of a bad thing in a way because I don't really celebrate or get ex- like get too excited about the things that are happening because I'm so focused on the next thing that I'm doing. Um, I think that's a good way to be, though. I think because yeah. then you kind of you just kind of get your things one thing at a time and you appreciate yeah. what you're doing. You know? But I, I definitely, the last time, and when I was in Dublin, and specifically the launch night and then ending up with you guys, that was actually the first time that I really allowed myself to enjoy the moment. Because usually what I would do is I would go back to the hotel. Mm. I would think about all, like, even if it's after the launch party, my own launch party, my fucking face and name everywhere. Everyone would think you'd be, like, out for the night and having the best time or whatever. I would be, like, back in the hotel making sure I get enough sleep to do press the next day to make sure and go over all of my notes, make sure that I'm up to date with everything and blah, 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 because I want to be, I want to do the best that I can do at all times, especially with work. Um, so that, that night was very symbolic to me of trying to enjoy the present with work. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's a hard your, balance though, isn't it? I think it that's really what, is. And especially you, you'll be overwhelmed if you're every, every day, like, Oh my God, I got a vote cover and Oh my God, I have a mm. big billboard and whatever, which sounds so bullshit and frivolous. But at the same time, you're like that, that. It kind of becomes normal in a way. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, of course my, of course my hair is on a billboard, or of course this, right. that, because that's just the environment in LA that I live in. But when I step back and I think of working in the blue rinse uh, <laughs> salon back in the day, or you know, struggling in New York um, at 21 or whatever it was, um, and I and I kind of really step back and think about it. It, it is, it is really crazy. Um, I think the moment, honestly, the moment that I that things really, really changed was, was this trip and having, and having kind of ownership over my own career. It wasn't just for the first time. It wasn't just, Hey, tell us about this hairstyle or tell us about your celebrity yeah. and what are they really like? And blah, blah. Right. It was actually about me and what I had built. You. Not oh, only you've created, but as an Irish person and as a gay Irish person, um, battling what I had to battle to, to make it through and to make it out uh, in Ireland and then being able to do what I needed to do for myself emotionally and spiritually and also professionally all around the world and then be able to come back to Ireland with my Irish ass name, my mm. Irish ass mm-hmm. fucking family, believe me, my, like my family at the launch party, they were like free drinks. Oh my God. Like literally. Like, <laughs> oh, we were over, we were over drinking with your dad and your mom. We were like getting stuck <laughs> oh in. 
My dad had the best time of his life. He had no idea that you guys were not biological women, that you are. Yeah, right. <laughs> and he, no, he was, he was in his element. But like being there and, you know, being around my family and seeing yeah. my family name, like I'm, well, I'll, I'll, also as a gay person, you're like, oh, like I'm the only boy and I'm clearly not going to, I don't think I'm going to have any kids. And I'm the, the family name basically ends with me. But in a way it kind of, it doesn't, I'm trying to, this is almost my mm. legacy and, and having that, especially in my, in my home country and mm, a country yeah. that I mean so much to me and I want to spend a lot more time in and I actually want to buy a house in Ireland and spend more time in Ireland. Um, it, that, that's when I was really like, okay, yeah. my career really means something to my life now. It's not just a separate entity of me making money well, or being successful. It's a, it's a part of my life now. Well, it's a great achievement and it, it's, you totally deserve to kind of just revel in it for even a hot minute, you know. And yeah. I'm glad that we could give you that, even if it was fleeting in the dressing room. I'm glad you had a bit well, of crack. Well, you, you, you give could. so many people that. The thing is, like, there are, you guys aren't probably even aware of the amount of young gay people, or not necessarily even young, who get to step into the world that you guys have created. Because you guys create that atmosphere and that world that people are able to step in and allow themselves well, to enjoy well, who they know, are. Think, like, you give that I to think, a lot of people. I think even now, I think with, with this whole situation, I think, you know, the males and stuff that people are getting and, and you realise that, you know, people come to the shows and things like that. It's like, that's their, whether it's a weekly release or it's their, yeah. you know, two weeks, like bi-weekly release or whatever. It's like, it means a lot for people to be able to feel connected and feel belong. Yes. And it's it's only when you're disconnected like this yeah. that it's, you know, it's all very apparent. So Well, luckily we're able to do stuff like this and talk, I know, and talk about the things that we can talk I about. Know. I have um, a suggestion for your book whenever you do it, by the way, for a title, oh which Tell is me. From Dublin Bus to Private Jets. Something like that. Oh, yes! <laughs> oh, my God. That's From the amazing. dart to the PJ. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's, that's actually amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Andrew, I have to ask, when one of my, like, dreams is, like, I just, I don't care where I would go or what I would do, but I would fucking love to go on a private jet. So I want to know exactly what it's like. Like, what's the, like, do, like tell me all about being on a private jet because i just that's the one okay. thing i want in my fucking miserable okay. life <laughs> okay i will tell okay i'll tell you the full the full private jet tea because and sorry i, I grew up where's the like, first, literally where's the first taking the 75 gone? bus like into town and to school an and iconic roof oh, no, that didn't even go into town did the 75 go into town yeah it did. i don't know never mind I don't know. <laughs> um but anyway that's what i used to think or the 48 day um and uh yeah so basically the the difference is i don't i don't like airports i get anxiety around like big groups of people i don't love mm -hmm. being around big groups of people um and especially people who don't move fast. I, i'm a fast mover i spent 11 years yeah. in new york and I'm, i just i move fast and i try to be as uh efficient as i can and then when people you get up to the thing and that's when they start taking off their coat and their shoes that's when i lose my shit so i i don't love airports and i don't like waiting around um so being able to drive because the the private airports are all really close to my house i live in the hills and they're just basically on the other side of the hills mm -hmm. um you show up at the exact time that you you're leaving basically if the flight is at 10 you can get there at 9 55 and oh, you, wow. you you step up on you basically you can get like when you have car services here usually for work you you get yeah. driven around so the car will pull up to the plane on the tarmac they, someone takes your bags and puts them on the plane oh my gosh. and you Heaven. walk onto the plane and it's like a couple of seats and then there's like a table with seating with like a booth and then uh, usually um, some more uh, seats that turn into beds at the back 
I was on a I was on a private jet recently for a big awards thing with a client uh, who I don't do that often, but I do sometimes. And uh, it was this billionaire's plane that he had sent for us to get to where we needed to go. And when oh I tell God. you, there was three living rooms, oh, oh geez. Geez. Two, two bathrooms with the shower and a bath, a bath, a bath, a bath. Oh my gosh! Um, Can I self-isolate uh, on this private plane if honestly, that's okay? Honestly, if we could just circle the globe for six months and then just <laughs> oh touch down in 2021, I'd be happy. Um, but yeah, you you sit there. They, there's usually catering is arranged beforehand from whatever whoever's favorite restaurant is. So you'll pick ahead of time what you want to eat. Then they'll serve you once you're up in the air. Um, so it's yeah, it's pretty. It's just pretty easy. Just like it's it's just very easy travel. And then with celebrities, they don't have the drama of being photographed or passport like, been, check on, or anything like that any any of that or like having to be around people who can take photos i've been on a on a commercial flight with a celebrity a big celebrity we're both up in first class and you have to walk through first class to get to the back of the cabin and my client was just like chilling and basically i had to maybe maybe more than eight times i had to stop people from taking sly photographs of Oh my just, like, gosh. Chi- just like chi- sitting with their sunglasses yeah. on, like mm. like closing their eyes, whatever, and just people thinking it's hilarious to like Snapchat them about me running over, like you know when when gay people try to get a butch off. I was like, hey, what are you doing there? Like, <laughs> Leave a bleed no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so it takes it takes all of that element away. Yeah, oh my gosh, that is it's, it's, it's comfortable. Definitely. Sorry, we need to get a private jet when we're going back to the Yumbo. <laughs> Wait, the, the George doesn't have a private jet? No, not yet. Maybe. Uh, uh, let you use. Listen, the George isn't even open, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, Andrew, before you go, I want to do a special shout out because I, I read all about your um, uh, cosmetic donation program uh, for trans women yes. and how you work with the Los Angeles LGBT Center and the Trans yeah. Economic Empowerment Program. And I just think that's amazing. So people need to go on and check that out. And also just to acknowledge that um, Isis King is one of the faces of your line who yes, me and Davina have followed Isis. for years since America's Next Top Model. Uh, I think you're doing absolutely absolutely amazing stuff and i can't wait till you're back hopefully for a little bit longer in dublin that we can party properly once everyone absolutely the virus is gone we're all healthy again but what i will do what i would just a message i would like to leave uh people listening to this is please do not forget the trans community it's very very Mm -hmm. easy for us to pat our backs for gay marriage and 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 Mm -hmm. acceptance and whatever but there are still people who are finding difficulty with employment with housing with equal rights and there are trans Irish people out there trying to live their lives. And it's our duty to protect them and help them and see them and tell them that we yeah. see them. And um, we, unfortunately, there's still a lot of um, curriculum that leaves us as gay people out and trans people out uh, in schools, especially with, with um, sexual and body health. Uh, we're completely erased from that. And and stuff like that for, for children, like we were, what we were talking about earlier, is like how the world kind of informs us that we're mm. different and not accepted mm-hmm. is us being left out of things. We I have know. to protect ourselves in the trans community from, a, from, from an early age educating children on who we are and how we're, we are just like everybody else. Yeah. And the, unfortunately, we have the same laws that we're that were imposed by the Catholic Church, still being taught in schools today. So it's our duty to whoever is listening, whether you're um, a a member of the community or you're an ally, Mm -hmm. um, see what you can do for the trans community 
see what kind of organizations are around you and how you can support them. And also, we need to start talking about the laws and talk about the curriculum and how the LGBTQ community are uh, talked about or not talked about Absolutely. in our schools because education starts um, and acceptance starts at a very young age. So we really have to look yeah. after those things while we celebrate how, how liberal we all are. Totally. I think that's a great well, place to leave it off for people to think yeah. about, you know. Um, thank you so much for hopping on the phone to us. Yeah. Uh, from oh, your... I bullied you guys into doing this. Just Shut like, up! Oh. I was like, hey, can I do your podcast, please? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I, I was feeling really oh, ill all day. So this has actually cheered me right up and yeah. got me in Aww. good spirits. So, this uh, could it was be really Victoria's fun. last podcast. <laughs> <She's> very ill. <laughs> <She's> very ill. <laughs> Andrew, thanks a million. And please uh, look us up next time you're in Dublin. And likewise, oh, we will no, next time we're in LA. Part two will be in the studio. Absolutely. Okay. And we'll be in full. Yes. Okay? We'll do, we'll <laughs> video podcast and that was our chat with andrew fitzsimons the gorgeous andrew fitzsimons who has a brand new range available in primark and pennies uh well currently well when pennies reopens i'm sure yeah. it'll be all still there for the taking and it's fab stuff so do check it out he's a gorgeous guy and lovely lovely person and he can't wait to get his hands on my hair like that's the rumor that i'm starting and burn it <laughs> yeah and burn it if i keep starting that rumor maybe it'll happen um okay i feel like it's one of our full episodes it's time to get something off our our ample chest who is oh our brothers of the week there has been a lot isn't there and do you, do you not find like i know i have two brothers of the week but i am trying to kind of curb my ways do you find that in this lockdown that more things are irritating because you're more highly kind of sensitive to things yeah yeah no i mean well i live alone so i'm still getting irritated i don't know what that says about me but like i'm not actually seeing you many people. Shadow. yeah I'm like see you um but no yeah like my patients are very short i also find it really hard to concentrate on anything that doesn't involve netflix yeah it is it's it's a really weird time and i'm sure it's very jarring for a lot of people out there but what has been rotting you this week, my darling? Okay, well, two things, to be honest. Seeing as you're infamously always doing two, I'm having two this week. Firstly, Go I was it. at Super Value yesterday doing my weekly big shop. Words I thought I would never say. I have never felt like someone's ma more than I do right now in my life. Cooking up spaghetti bolognese and, <laughs> you know, like Deliveroo doesn't even know who I am anymore. Like, that's shocking. I'm a Deliveroo Plus member. I pay that extra money every month so that I get the free deliveries. And now we're estranged cousins. But um, so I'm standing in the queue to get into Super Value and I had my earpods in. I was actually on the phone to you and this fucking bitch behind me. Now we're all like, you know, two metres away apart, like was like kept moaning and bitching and going, why haven't we been let in yet? Why haven't we let in yet? (laughs) Trying to get rile me up at the same time. And me and Mm -hmm. you were having a good girly gossip about, you know, you know, whatever we were talking about or whoever we were talking about. Oh, is this when you said to me on the phone when you said... I said, what's that going on? And you said, oh, some lady. I was like, she never called anyone a lady in her life. <laughs> She's no fucking lady, that's for sure. And in front of me at the top of the queue um, was a woman who was not from Ireland. And I felt like, honestly, a woman was kind of coming for a bit even more because maybe she thought she didn't speak um, proper, uh, like, good English. So mm-hmm. there she is squawking behind me and getting closer and closer to me. So I stopped her. I said, excuse me, can you take a step back there? I was like, we'll be let in when we're let in. And until then just stay there 
And she looked at me, she took off her sunglasses. She was furious. <laughs> but then I put my Air, AirPods back in and just carried on talking to you, bitching about whoever you were bitching about. So that's and absolutely, one. and that's that's professional bitching. That's how you can just switch it on and switch yeah. it off. The bitch switch. <laughs> oh, the bitch switch. Like, but come on, lads. Like, we all know what's going on. And then people moaning at supermarket staff and all. Like, fuck off. They're the ones going in, mm-hmm. trying not to get sick while your greasy paws are touch, touching everything and maybe not buying everything. And uh, yeah, <laughs> the last thing they need is you moaning at them. Now, the other one. This yes. is real, oh. a little bit annoying. So okay. how long are we on lockdown? Seven weeks, is it? Yes, we're going into, I think, nearly eight, yeah. Well, my neighbour above me, their toilet has been broken for almost eight weeks. The cistern all day long is refilling. All day long. Like, it's just that constant (laughs) noise of... (laughs) Right? And here's me sitting downstairs trying to do my finest little bit of work on my computer, on the couch, mind my own business and all. Like, like it's making me need to piss all the time because all I can hear is running water. And it's driving me insane. I even, I don't talk to my, like, I try not to make long conversations happen with my neighbours. I try to just stay to myself. But my next door neighbour yesterday, she was walking by and I was like, have you heard the toilet by any chance? (laughs) Oh, you had to get there digging. I had to. And she was like, (laughs) so luckily we're on the same page. We were ready to fucking kill them. So apparently they can't get a plumber out because of all this lockdown business. But I refuse to believe that. That's not true. That's, that's not true because one of my neighbours one of my neighbours had a plumber the other day, so that's not true. Oh, I'm actually going to post them a link to listen to this episode now, so that they can hear that your neighbour got a plumber. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I'll do? I'll actually drop up and I'll just slip the business card under their door. <laughs> that's actually genius. Maybe, <laughs> maybe every yeah. day I'll put a different plumber's business card under the yeah. door. <laughs> just, it just a little note saying options. <laughs> like stick it in. <laughs> so yeah, that's two things that have absolutely been my rudder of the week. Uh, I feel like there's been, I feel like the general public in in general has been rotten us, uh, you know, for the last couple of weeks. But do you this, think in general the general public? Yeah, I think in general the in general general, <laughs> general public will just be rotten us. Yeah, that's what I think. Um, oh, I'm very exa- I'm very exasperated today. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, so uh, I well, obviously they're always rotten me, but in particular, you know, like when you're going out, as I was saying, when I was like going out to get my my steps in and mm-hmm. do my little bit of exercise that everybody is entitled to do, mm-hmm. and you're encouraged to do alone, might I add, yeah. you know, social distance and blah blah blah. No, no, no. That rule clearly doesn't apply to families of six and sevens with their babies and their their you know little bicycles and their outfitted and they're taking up full pots with like this Brady Bunch gang of bastards basically <laughs> <laughs> basically covering the whole fucking path that everyone's supposed to be distancing and let's not forget children are carriers of this <laughs> so <laughs> like <laughs> there i am literally bombing along you know at a nice gay pace as you do yeah like let's face it gay people do not do anything slow no so i'm there bombing along and there's um you know harry on his bike or whatever you know getting in my groove getting in my way and i just kind of continued and here then next thing you hear the parents oh he doesn't care you know like as if like i had infiltrated their space i was like breaking social distance into them when i'm like everyone else that walks goes single file moves mm. aside mm-hmm. no 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 that rule doesn't count to families Can families have their own rules so you actually don't care she is dead right <laughs> like no I, like... and i and i purposely like didn't care like absolutely like little harry nearly <laughs> nearly was on rollerblades and not his bike <laughs> he would have been wearing that bike 
Um, so yeah, so that was absolutely rotten me. And the other thing that has been really rotten me, and I don't know if you've seen this, maybe it will rot you as well, I don't know, mm. um, is that, you know, I'm obsessed with Ollie Moore's, as you know. Oh, I'm not obsessed. Yes. I mean, I'm no, not obsessed. You're, you're close enough. Yeah, well, I could, well, actually, yeah, he's a, he's a ride and whatever. I'm, I'm, I stand Ollie Moore's. What is and, his fans called? Do they have a name? Uh, I would say the Murmurs. Wouldn't that be good? <laughs> That's actually really good. Would you be head of the Murmurs? I would give all the Murmurs. I would have that heart murmuring. Yeah, so as he, him and his girlfriend, who I detest, by the way. <laughs> well, I don't even know who she is. I actually don't think I follow him. Uh, he who is a is complete wetzer. I will agree with you. Like, yeah. right. And I've definitely been aware of the bulge watch going on for him as yeah. well. So, like, I've been watching from a distance, but the girlfriend and him and whatever, like, they're in lockdown together. Um, you know, I hate her from a Lucky distance, as, as, I, as I always do. But they keep, they're pranking each other every day. And they're always doing all these different kind of, you know, tricks. Like, he put baby powder in her hair dryer. Um, like, they were resting on the ground to get a donut. Silly things like that. Mm. And he recently put up a video where he had a Pringles jar. Uh, he cut the end off and he was basically simulating that his dick was in the, the Pringles jar and she was, you know, like in one of those 90s movies mm-hmm. where the, she puts her hand into the Pringles jar and it's supposed to be, like, first things first, clearly that was set up yeah. because, like, she couldn't, you, you know, she couldn't even get her hand down the fucking thing. You could see that. So clearly it was a joke yeah. and they've been fucking each other this whole time. So the whole thing was just one big piss take for TikTok. Yeah. And I saw some people tweeting about it saying it was like sexual assault and throwing those big words around and he how could he do that? How could he think that was okay? I'm just like it was not meant in that context is everything these yeah. days. And throwing big phrases and words around like that to people that actually have been sexually assaulted or sexually abused, it's not cool. Mm-hmm. Like it's really it's it, I'm not I'm not here for it at all. Mm-hmm. So they really like people like that who just jump on bandwagons when there's actual real shit going on in the world. Mm-hmm. It's like nothing. So yeah. they rotted me, and I and there was a few kind of well-known people who had posted and commented on that, and I'm not there for it. And it says a lot about the, the kind of people that they are, and how I never want to be at a party with those people ever because yeah. that will be a shit party. And also, just to sum it up, like on a serious note, never. Has someone wanted to be that Pringles tube more than oh, you? Oh my God. And you know what? Somebody asked me in my dear Davina questions, what's your favourite Pringles? And I said, green. Next thing, cut to him sitting on his couch with a green Pringle can in his hand. And you know it was full of love, not Pringles. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you now, I would have broke a wrist to get into that can. <laughs> oh my God, I know what this... you're asking from Santa this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah so that's my rotter of the week and ollie moore's if you're listening to this which i know you listen every week i love you <laughs> <laughs> no ollie yeah it does mean a lot that you're listening to us we really do appreciate yeah, it yeah <laughs> thanks so much someone actually uh dm'd me today saying um i feel another drunk uh slip into the dms and i said fuck that <laughs> i'm going in sober <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm not able. Uh, okay, well, that's the, our Rotters of the Week. Watch out, beware. Yes. You might find yourself on the list next week, so yeah. stay. Fire, beware. Our way. <laughs>
<laughs> um, yeah, thanks a million. I that's think it, that's I it. So just a reminder, we're live every Thursday. You can visit pettylittlethings.net, our brand new website, which honestly, we made it so people will share it and talk about it and actually see it. Yeah. So please do actually do that because um, we spent a pretty penny on it. And yeah. uh, also make sure you watch out for our social media tomorrow and uh-huh. see what we're going to be digitally doing to celebrate Pride. Yeah, stay tuned. And again, thanks for all the support yeah. over the whole lockdown period. We really do appreciate it. And, and it was a lot to us. And you're keeping us saying just as much mm-hmm. as we're entertaining you. So yeah. thank you very and much. And especially thanks to my mum who listened 100,000 times to uh Yes, Trish Secret. 100k real. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it, everybody. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, until next time, you guys. Stay petty. Stay petty. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.